Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is sponsored by fine Patreoners like Jill Chenault. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode negative zero seven eight. I can hear the grass grow. I Can Hear the Grass Grow was the second single released by The Move. It was recorded on January 5th, 1967 and released later that year on March 31st. Inspiration for the song came from the title of a book of fairy tales Roy Wood wrote while he was in art school. The title comes from a letter which was written to photographer Robert Davidson. Rob told Roy that the letter stated, I listen to pop music on the radio because where I live, it's so bloody quiet that I can hear the grass grow. In the April 1967 issue of Beat Instrumental, Roy Woods said the song is about a mentally ill person. The rock press tried to link the song's inspiration to LSD use. Something Roy has smacked down every chance he got, saying the press was trying to link way out rock music with drugs. He would say any song could be drug related if you were looking to make it about that. Do you know what I can hear? I can hear the grass growing. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And dude, I dropped Metformin and some Lavoxyl, and I'm flying through the rings of Saturn. And then when I add in my glaucoma drops, I can hear the grass grow. Really? Yeah. And it says, don't mow me. (laughs) (laughs) The HOA says differently. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And the HOA is much more persnickety with crazy fines for stupid nitpicking things. That's true. Yeah. Speaking of nitpicking, which is what we kind of do here, we should probably get on and and do that. Last week, I said that sometimes you got to give a move song some room to breathe and and grow on you. Last week, I did not like Disturbance when I first heard it, but I listened to it once a day and a bunch of times the day of the recording for the podcast, and it grew on me. I liked it. And then this week, it's not the same thing. (laughs) I didn't like it when I first heard it. I didn't hate it. It's just, it's not something that I ever want to hear again or will go out of my way to listen to. It is not, I forgot about this catchphrase and, and maybe it's time to bring it back. It is not sweet Jesus, I got to hear, I can hear the grass grow. But it doesn't bother me if it pops up. Lyrically, it, it also didn't set my skirt on fire as much as the other one. It's basically the same subject. It's about some guy who's out of his mind, off his nut, a bit loopy. I liked the lyrics for Disturbance better than this one. I think probably because the lyrics for Disturbance were a little more whimsical, and this one just seems like a guy running around in a ratty rainbow fright wig saying that I can hear the grass grow. Anybody else hear that, or is it just me? 
And it sounds kind of whoish. When I was listening to it, it was kind of setting off reminders to me of Boris the Spider. Now he's up And I'm not saying it sounds exactly like Boris the Spider or that they're ripping it off or anything because they're not the same song. But I could hear kind of like little flecks of Boris the Spider maybe spread around it a little bit there. There is something here that I think is really cool that I really do like. It's the recorded backing vocal debut of Bev Bevan. He's got a really deep voice and I thought it was really cool for Roy to use him. I see I think that Bev Bevan is the star of this record. Listening to all that ELO for all that time, you'd never know Bev Bevan can flail like this. I mean, other than Fire on High... The Hall of the Mountain King. Bev Bevan never really got the chance to just let go and just start banging away. It seems like there's nothing holding Bevan back here, and I just love it. It's great to hear Bev just go instead of what Jeff forced him to do for so many songs, which is. Yeah, that was one of my major takeaways is yeah, Bev Bevan never. I mean, he was basically held back the entire time with Electric Light Orchestra. And so hearing him in a nat more natural element with the move, it really makes you appreciate why Black Sabbath would actually say, you know what? Uh, yeah, we want Bev Bevan for this tour. <laughs> yeah. Bill Ford can't make it, so we're going to grab Bev Bevan because, well, I'm sure they all knew what he could do. And uh, I'm sure he was very much happy after... <laughs> A decade <laughs> to do something else. Yeah, well, by the time they got the secret messages, I mean, Bev was saying, you know, sometimes I just want to say to hell with this band. I'm trying to be a glorified session musician for Jeff Lynn. So, mm -hmm. and then, you know, Black Sabbath comes along. We 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 kind of rock. You want to you want to unleash your your drumming beast? So yeah, of course, Bevan is going to say, "You're goddamn right, I do." Yeah, but no, I really like this song. A uh, lot of it has to do with the drumming. Carl Wayne's vocals on here are great. Wood is using the whole band, basically. And I would have really liked to have heard more of using the whole band. <laughs> In fact, I'd really like to hear more of using the whole band these days with a certain other offspin of the move. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. It is one of those classic move songs, and it is still... When they were kind of still a little bit on the pop side mm -hmm. as well, when they were obviously having some fun and everything rather than trying to tick off the establishment <laughs> like they uh, <laughs> they did. And for those who uh, are interested, they actually went so far as to record in a promo film for this. Yes, there. that's right. There's a video for this. Yep, it has the band sitting around while Roy Wood shows up from the future and stirs some tea. 
And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, I suppose that's Roy Wood about maybe another 10, 15 years because this guy was bald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he did have that big, long beard. <laughs> exactly. And then I think it's Bevan sitting there looking grumpy the whole time. <laughs> that's that's his look. Even when he's happy, he kind of looks grumpy. Yeah. Yep. Which Until a bunch of women come along and tear their clothes off. Then all of a sudden, he's not grumpy for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why he's yeah. being manhandled <laughs> by all these young women. I... That's basically it. They're not pretending to sing the song or anything. They're all sitting out in the woods drinking tea and directors doing close-ups of grass. The video, it's they're, they're zooming in on bushes and pulling back and close-ups of one of them wearing a top hat with a goofy grin and in a way there was part of it that reminded me of strawberry fields where they're just sitting around in a field being served tea and and then it veers off from strawberry fields to being your standard issue rock image of young girls tackling the rock stars and tearing off their clothes which i'm not sure ever happened to the move i can't outside of this video <laughs> i i mean i know they had big hits I, I, I don't know. The move just never struck me as a being mobbed by young girls and uh, having to run for their lives like the Beatles or the Monkees. Who knows? I, I think they would have probably attracted a different kind of female listeners that aren't sort of like giggly. Oh, it's Roy Wood. It's Beth Bevan. Let's go stripping I, naked. Yeah, I think their class of female listeners are the ones dragged to see them by their boyfriends. <laughs> uh. Come on, baby. You got to hear this group. They're really far out, man. Well, where's the cute one? It's about the music, man, not the looks. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I can see them. Along with The Who, I also did kind of pick up sort of a, a little tiny bit of Beach Boy mix in there, too. Backing vocals at times going... The Beach Boy sort of did the same thing at the end of Fun, Fun, Fun. They're doing some great harmonies in this with the vocals. That's another perk of the song, sure. I wasn't crazy about the tune, but yeah, there are things in here that are just like, you know, that's pretty neat. I like that. And when it comes to their psychedelic stuff, I've always felt that the move are kind of on the same level as Zappa when it comes to that type of music where it's kind of like doing the music but also making fun of it while you're doing it <laughs> you're not taking it seriously like some of these other bands where it's oh open up like a flower to the world and the universe and experience it all eat the colors and <laughs> smell no, the I, numbers. I, I always felt like it was Okay, let's make fun of these people out there dancing naked in the rain. <laughs> hey, man, don't knock it till you try it. Think, anyway, I uh, think we're at the end. We can hear the grass grow. And <laughs> hopefully listening to us was not like watching it. Got something to say about I can hear the grass grow. Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Was it a hit or was it... I Can Hear the Grass Grow was released as a single on March 31st, 1967 with Wave the Flag and Stop the Train as the B-side. It stiffed out at number 69 in France. On Belgium's Wallonia Ultra Pop 50, it got to number 22, and number 18 on Flanders Ultra Pop. The Netherlands got it to number 22, New Zealand put it at number 17, hit number 13 in Denmark, Rhodesia made it to number 7, and it topped out at number 5 on the UK chart. 
it ranked as the 45th most popular song on the British chart for 1967. And for Belgium's all-time ultra-pop chart, it came in at number 5,512. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. He's face scattered from the moon. <laughs> Go on then. It's nice to meet you, guys. It's nice to meet you. John Bonham was my best mate anyway. We'd known each other for years. He played with me two uncles in the group called Wild Life. So I went up and I said, John, I said, uh, we're doing this thing. We've got me, Trevor and, and Roy Wood. Uh, do you want to come with us, like, on the drums? And uh, he turned us down. He said, I don't, he didn't want to do it anyway. He wanted to carry on with, he's with Robert Plant now. Mm. So he wanted to carry on with Robert. And wouldn't Keith Smart down as a drummer for one stage as well? I think Keith, because of Trevor's connection, I think he was, until we decided to have Bev mm. stick with what we'd already got. Because yeah. we've got Carla John, me and Trevor and Roy, and Bev was in the Vikings with us. And he wasn't a bad drummer, you know what I mean? Mm. It's not John Bonham, but we wouldn't have wanted John Bonham now it works out in the end, you know, because he'd have destroyed the band. Yeah. Well, hello, this is Troy. My thoughts on I Can Hear the Grass Grow. I'm telling you, man, three songs in and I am loving the move. Really got a move Jones going on here. And I do like this song. Perhaps not as well as Night of Fear or Disturbance, but I still like it. It's not quite as quirky as the first two songs, but it's quirky in its own way. In terms of the sound, I think this song, with a little bit of tweaking of the lyrics on Roy's part, could have been recorded by the Knight Riders. It's certainly in that vein. I really like the bass line. Someone on YouTube made a comment about it, how the bass player is using his instrument. It's really more like he's playing the bass like a lead instrument instead of a rhythm instrument. And I love it. It is very effective. You can hear that recurring bass line throughout the whole song. And uh, Roy's lyrics, again, kind of quirky, but yet relatable. I know I can relate to this song. I think we all can to a degree. There are times when we're pouring out our heart, pouring out our soul to whoever will listen, and yet it doesn't seem to be getting through. It's like our words fall on deaf ears. We're waiting for a response, waiting for anything, a sign that someone is listening, and in the meantime, we can hear the grass grow. Or, I think Roy's more approaching on along the lines of, you have all these people talking, talking, constantly talking and they won't shut up boy this song would have been especially pertinent in the age of social media but it's like what they're saying is full of to borrow a line from shakespeare full of sound and fury a tale told by an idiot signifying nothing and so once again even though there are millions of voices talking all we hear is silence we can hear the grass grow so Again, a very good job, and I have to say again, remind everyone, this is three songs in, and it's amazing what Roy, once he was turned loose, gets his own band, what he was able to do, and I'm definitely looking forward to hearing some of the other songs, so I will talk to you next week.
Feast the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra podcast channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address. Or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, episode negative zero seven seven. Wave the flag and stop the rain. 